0: Love Talk Radio.
1: Hello, and welcome to Creating the Championship Standard of Living. I'm your host, Miles W. Miller. This is April 4th, 2009, and I am absolutely honored to be here with you today. As each and every week, I tell you the same thing. I'm absolutely honored that God has chosen me to be here with you. Uh, and before we go any further, I'd like to thank God for you, and I thank God for, for, for allowing me to be here with you. And we release this show back over to His Holy Spirit and let Him do it with me as He sees fit for you. And I'm just honored and proud to be here. This is an exciting time, people. April 4th is a really important day uh, in my family. Uh, this day is actually um, important because a lot of people um, in my family celebrate their birthday today. But more, most importantly, the um, one of the most important birthdays. In my life, it celebrates day, and that's my father. Today is my father's uh, birthday. He's celebrating uh, a milestone birthday. I won't put his age out there because I know he, he he might come and rip me. But uh, <laughs> but uh, dad, this is for you. I I I'm honored to be in a position where I could let the world know that I'm absolutely honored to be your son. And and this is a, a great day for you. You're celebrating your birthday, and I want you to know that you know things. This is you might not be where you want to be right now, but that things are, are looking up for you. You know, just know that I'm praying for you, be blessed. Um I'm absolutely honored to be your son and I want you to, to feel confident knowing that. And when I say that, I mean it. And uh know I love you, dad. Um this is an absolutely um momentous occasion for me to be able to to say this to you, you know, over the air for where everybody can hear it and it's recorded that you know, I absolutely love you. I, absolutely, I I'm absolutely honored to be out of your uh lineage. That um just know that um that things are looking up for you. God has his hands on you and don't worry about what things may not look like because you're blessed and you're going in a great direction. Um so we're gonna move forward in the show and and I'm just like I said, this is just absolutely phenomenal day. I'm feeling good about today. The sun is shining. We're you know it's we're in Atlanta and it's it's warm outside. I don't know where everybody else is in the world right now, but today the sun is shining, and when the sun comes out, it just seems like everything else just gets brighter. Um, we're speaking today on a power of expectation, and everything that I have for you today is lined up with that theme. Um, I want to go first into our divine intervention for today. Um, you know, each week I give you a divine intervention or a scripture from the Bible. Um, and today's divine intervention comes from Psalm 62 and 5. Psalm 62 and 5, which states, My soul wait thou only upon God for my expectation is from him. Again, I'll repeat that for you. My soul wait only upon God for my expectation is from him. Today we're talking about the power of expectation. And before we go into that, I wanted to talk to you about, you know, just tie this scripture into what we're going to teach today. The power of expectation and where your expectations place matters. Um, a lot of people will place their expectation in things that they can see as far as, like, their cars, their houses, the money they may have in the bank, you know, who they may be dating at the time, you know, some things that that are temporal. But it's my goal to get, you know, you to understand that that your divine destiny is much greater than anything you may see and it's much greater than anything that anybody may be able to promise you. So trust in God, that, that dream that's inside of you that you've been given to go forward is is definitely yours and it's definitely obtainable but keep your expectation in god because he's the one who is the author of it so stay strong in that also you know each week i give you presidential wisdom and you know again right in the same line power expectation presidential wisdom today from president barack obama i'm going to read it to you now it states we need to steer clear of this poverty of ambition where people want to drive fancy cars and wear nice clothes and live in in nice apartments but don't want to work hard to accomplish these things. Everyone should try to realize their full potential. I'm going to repeat that again. We need to steer clear of this poverty of ambition where people want to drive fancy cars and wear nice clothes and live in nice apartments but don't want to work hard to accomplish these things. Everyone should try to realize their full potential. And I believe in my heart that this is one of those things where um you have to really you have to really, really know what it is you want. And and once you have established your goals, it's good to to have great expectations of life. Um, this is again like I said, this is one of those things I am so honored to be able to teach today. The power expectation. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you some keys to raising your level of expectancy. Some keys to raising your level of ex- expectancy. Because what you expect, you more than likely are going to see. And um, so we're going, to, we're going to go forward in that uh, lesson now. Um, one of the first keys to raising your level of expectancy is to make up your mind what you truly want. Make up your mind what you truly want. In other words, be specific about what it is you're expecting in life. Be specific about what it is that you really want out of life. You know, a lot of people will tell you that they're disillusioned with life and that they're not really happy with life and that they wish things were different here and they wish things were different there. But when you ask them, okay, what do you really want? They can't really tell you what what it is they really and truly want. Well, if you don't know what you want, how do you know when you're going to get it? So, in order to raise your level of expectancy, so that you're you're, you're confident that you, you're moving in the right direction, make up your mind to what it is you truly want, and be very very specific. Don't leave out any details. Write down if it's some if you want a new car, if it's a if it's a black car with 10 leather seats and a black steering wheel and uh, 20 inch chrome rims. And oh wait a minute, that might be mine, but if that's yours, you know if that's yours too go ahead and be specific about it. don't you know don't be scared to be specific about what it is you truly want even if it's a mate even if it's whatever it, whatever it is be specific because that raises your level of expectancy Key number two to raising your level of expectancy is to keep your attention focused on the goal Keep your attention focused on the goal Your mind is so strong that whatever you feed it it'll pull it to you. Your mind is so strong, and whatever you feed it, it, it finds more and more of that. So The Bible says, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Everything that you're thinking about, everything that you put in your mind, you're, it, you're bringing it closer to yourself. So you have to be really focused on what what it is that you truly want. Again, that's what, so in step one, you, you make up your mind what it is you want, but now after you've made up your mind what it is that you truly want, you keep your attention focused on that, that, that particular thing. So in focusing your attention on that and getting singular focus on that thing, you eliminate all things that are unlike that. So the only thing that you're accepting is that which you truly want. So therefore, it's really important to know what it is you truly want. And after you know what it is you truly want, keep your mind focused on that thing. Meditate on it. Speak about it. Think about it. You know, if you're you know you're going out somewhere, you know, go take a look at it. If it's a car, go sit in and take a picture inside the car and put the picture up on your mirror. Anything to, to keep your attention focused on it. Third key for raising your level of expectancy. Remove all negative influences from your mist. Remove all negative influences from your mist. That means if you have somebody who can't see the vision for you, then don't tell them about your vision. Don't tell them about your dreams. Don't tell them about your goals. Keep them away from you. Keep anything that, that says you can't have what it is you know you can have away from you. If it's it could be your best friend. They may not see it. They may not believe that you can do it because, well, you failed at this and you failed at that. But guess what? If you get up and you keep trying, it can happen. But you have to, you have to believe it. You have to sell yourself on it. Remember, I told you the story last week uh, about Marissa Coleman, a uh, senior guard for the University of Michigan, University of uh, Maryland women's basketball. Now, the day before the game, she had promised—not so much promise, but she had had told. Um, a news reporter that she de- refused to let her t- team be defeated. Well, what happened is that she had she has sold herself on victory, and that was her expectation. She expected to win, so much so that she went out and performed like she expected to win, which we'll get into that in some later keys. But there was the, the, the thought of losing was, was removed from her mind because she accepted. She knew what she wanted. She made up her mind. She stayed focused on it, and there was no, no room for negativity. That's the way you have to be with your dreams, your goals, your aspirations. You have to be, make up your mind, keep focused on that goal, and if anything comes against it, remove it. It's not necessary. It's, you don't need that in your life. Key number four for raising your level of expectancy. After you remove negative influences, connect yourself to people, places, and things that promote your goals. Connect yourself to people, places, and things that promote your goals. Connect yourself to people, places, and things that promote your goals. One thing about uh, being a, a motivational speaker, being a coach, I see lots in, uh, of different types of uh, people. A lot of the time, one of the biggest things that people uh, that limits people from reaching their goals, reaching their potential, is the things they're connected to. It might be a, a previous bad relationship. It might be uh, a friend. or Like I said before, it could be a friend that can't see their vision for them, or it can't. It might be that they just may be lazy, they may be they may be procrastinators, whatever the case may be. You wanna even to even to some degree people, clutter. And I'm speaking to myself too on this one. Clutter is one of those things that you have to disconnect yourself from. You have to you have to connect yourself to orderly behavior, orderly environments because clutter is a big, big, big major energy drain. It it will zap your energy. If you stay in a place that's cluttered it's hard to, to flow in, in your gifts because all you're seeing is clutter. You, your environment is not conducive and your environment is not congruent with what, the, what it is you truly want. That's why in being specific, you know, being specific says, I want this. Clutter says the absolute opposite of that. So you want to definitely disconnect yourself from clutter, but you want to connect yourself to order you want to connect yourself to people who, who move in order. You want to connect yourself to people who are victorious. You want to connect yourself to people that are successful. You want to connect yourself to people, who, people, places, and things that are uplifting and wholesome and, and things that promote life and promote dreams and promote people realizing their, their fullest potential. You want to connect to anything that is on a on a high plane like that. So after you've made up your mind what it is you truly want and you're being specific about it and you're keeping your attention focused on that goal, and you've removed all negative influences from your midst, And you're con- now connecting to people, places, and things that promote your goals. The fifth key is to think, all, think things all the way through. Think things all the way through. I have a quote to read for you here uh, from Henry Ford. He says that thinking is the hardest work there is, which is probably the reason why so few engage in it. I'll read that for you again. Thinking is the hardest work there is. Which is probably the reason why so few engage in it. There is something powerful about thinking things through. There's something powerful about getting an idea and thinking about it and pondering on it versus just getting an idea and just moving on it. You, a person who actually takes time to think calls on the universe, it calls on, on, those, those supernat- on the supernatural, calls on God's power to basically say, okay, lead me. I'm going, to think my way, I'm going to think this thing through. I'm not going to just show up and just start doing something. I'm going to actually consider what, how I can do this right. And it, it is so beautiful to see something that's well thought out, which segues segue me into the next step. Once you've made up your mind what you truly want and you're focused on the goal and you've removed negative influences and you're connected to people, places, and things that promote your goals, and now you're thinking your way through stuff, The next step is to create a plan of action to get you to your desired end. Create a plan of action to get you to your desired end. Create a plan of action to get you to your desired end. There's a a verse, and there's a scripture I I love reading now. Every time I read it, it it fires me up. I was watching uh, Miles, Dr. Miles Monroe, on YouTube one day, and when I saw him, he 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 was talking about planning. He was talking about vision. And the verse he gave was Proverbs 16 and 9, which I'm going to paraphrase, basically says that the the heart of man devises a plan, but the Lord directed his steps. The heart of man devises a plan, but it's the Lord that orders his steps. And basically what that says is that if you can create a plan, then God will order your steps through that plan. If you can, or if you can create a plan and entrust it to God, He'll order your steps through that plan. He'll order your steps to that desired end, which means that now you've connected with the supernatural, and, and, and you're, you're virtually unstoppable. You're virtually, it's <laughs> virtually unbeatable. You're virtually unbeatable because now you have decided to to partner with the 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 Father of the Universe, who wants your good anyway, and if your plan is good. Guess what? Now you now you just you you've partnered with with the infinite. You partner with 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 the, the spirit of God which is un unfettered by time. And now you you, you you're able to move in a direction. You able to open, doors are open up for you. Favor opens up for you. People will start helping you get to your goals. But you have to come up with a plan. You got to know where you're going to end. You got to know where you're going with this. And once you once you know what you know and once you know what you need to do, guess what? It's a lot of people are, are struggling with money right now. Money is attracted to people that know what they're going to do with it. Money is attracted to people that know how to handle it. But that comes with having a game plan. That comes with having a plan. And once you have a plan for for whatever it is you need to do, guess what? You just partner with God. According to uh, Proverbs 16 and 9. So that leads us to our next step. You've made up your mind what you want. You're specific. Okay, you're, 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 you're keeping your mind focused on that goal. You've removed all negative influences from your midst. You're connected to people, places, and things that promote your goals. You are thinking things all the way through. You're, things are well thought out with you now. Now things are well planned with you. The next key, key number seven, passionately and fervently execute your plan. Passionately and, passionately and fervently execute your plan. In other words, make sure everything is well executed. After you have a plan, you gotta work it. If you don't work it, you don't get success. You know, the the, the principles of success work when you work them. So you got a plan. Now you gotta work it. You gotta stay fervent. You gotta be hot on hot and on fire to make this thing come to pass. You gotta do your your part in the creation. See, we're co-creators with God, and if we've already trusted Him with the plan, and we know that He's gonna help us get the plan into fruition. That means we have to do our part. We have to, faith; without works, is dead. We have to get up, and we have to to make something happen. Just like me doing this show, I w- I've been wanting to do a, a radio show for at least five to ten years, and I, now I finally got up and I did it. I got up and I and I, I I made a move to make it happen. And now, nine weeks later, we're still here, and nine weeks later, we're growing stronger. and And if you hear this podcast after the show is over, which I I honestly tell you. Get the podcast. Tell your friends about it. Tell everybody about it. Get this podcast because it's something you need to hear. After you hear the, podca- hear, hear the ninth podcast versus the first podcast, this podcast sounds a lot better. I guarantee it because now I, I'm more confident, but I'm, I'm walking in the direction of my, my dreams and my goals because now I know that this can happen. My expectation is, is even higher because now I'm walking it out. I know that this is a, a, a launching pad to something even greater, that I can help more people because I've, I've stepped out and I, I've got my confidence here. So whatever you find to do, you know, the Bible tells you, whatever you find to do, put put your hands to it, put, no, firmly put your hands to it to do it well. So you've made up your mind, what you truly want. You're specific about it. You, got your, you have your attention focused on it. You have removed all negative influences. You are connected to people, places, and things that promote your goals. Your Things are well thought out with you now. Things are well planned with you now. Things are well executed with you now. And having done all else, stand and believe that this thing can come to pass. We go back to our divine intervention for today. My soul wait thou only upon God, for my expectation is from him. My soul wait thou only upon God, for my expectation is from him. Once you've done everything that you can do, release it and give it to God. My um, publicist, Fran Briggs, tells me this all the time. That you know partner make sure you're partnering with God, because guess what he's greater than us he's greater than me he's greater than you he's greater than anything or anything you may see he's greater than the debt of the, uh, of this country he's greater than the debt that you may have he's greater than than any power or principality, and once you partner with that, you have partnered with an unstoppable force that means that you have you are what you're connected to, you are what you're connected to. That means that your plan is unstoppable. only thing that can stop it is you. So with all that said, here's what I want you to do. Raise your level of expectancy, and here's how you do it. Make up your mind what it is you truly want. Be specific. Keep your attention focused on your goals. Remove all negative influences from your midst. Connect to people, places, and things that promote your goals. Make sure things are well thought out with you. Make sure things are well planned with you. Make sure things are well executed with you and Having done all those things, stand on God. Stand on the promise that these things, that God wants to bless you with good things, that he will withhold no good things from you. And trust me, you'll start seeing things change. You'll start seeing your goals and your, your dreams come to pass. I'm living proof. And this is this is like an honor for me to tell you that. <laughs> people this is you know each week we we you know I give you a teaching lesson for about 15 to 20 minutes and then we um we go into interviews and today we have some dynamic interviews lined up uh as usual and I want to um I want to go ahead and start those in, start this interview process today um with some some dynamic people as usual my first guest my first guest is is absolutely a dynamic person um I've had the, um, the honor of getting to know my next guest um, since I've been here in Atlanta. Um, he's a man of many gifts and talents. Uh, he's, a dynamic, he's a dynamic pastor of Behold the Light Ministries in Atlanta. He's also the founder and president of MJC Video Productions. Without further ado, let us welcome to the show Pastor Jerome Cade. Pastor hey, Brother Cade, Miles. How are you doing, sir? How are you? I'm doing great. It's an honor to like have you on
2: here. <laughs> hey, it's an honor to be here. Thank you for having having me on your show.
1: Yes, sir. Well, I want to uh, ask you some questions. Today's topic is the power of uh, expectation. And uh, I wanted to ask you a question. as Being a pastor and as an entrepreneur, uh, what role does expectation play in helping you accomplish your goals?
2: Well, what I would look at first is to uh, look at the, I guess, we have a working definition of expectation and i always link it with anticipation okay and basically so when we're when we're looking at expectation we're looking at uh, a prior action that's being done and taken into account with the idea of a later action to take place okay and again a prior action that's being done with a expectation or a we're looking at the end of a later action to take place okay so as a pastor and an entrepreneur. Uh, Expectation plays a vital role because uh, it moves me in the direction and the uh, path of accomplishing that which I desire to do. Okay. And I like to link it with the expectancy of a woman who's pregnant. Oh, wow. (laughs) Because, see, when when you have expectation, you're carrying something. You're, You're carrying something within you. You're carrying something that's inwardly, but you're moving toward a delivery outwardly. Okay. Okay yes sir so so you 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 have something on the inside, but you know what you have on the inside can't remain there that there has to come a day of manifestation, a day of delivery, right. a day of thirsting forth so you're when when you're expecting something your your mindset is not on the now, but it's on the delivery that's to take place yes sir, and so, as a pastor and an entrepreneur um and basically you identify one of my businesses, which was uh, uh, MJC Video Production, uh, I'm used to taking blank canvases. I'm used to taking blank ideas and seeing a visual ahead of time. Okay. Because when I go into my shooting experiences, uh, when I'm shooting a production, I can't be thinking in the now. I have to be thinking in the end of what I put the end product is going to look like.
1: Okay.
2: I'm looking toward the end of the goal. I'm looking toward the end of the vision, not just in the now. You have to think multiple steps ahead. And and that's that that's the same thing even as serving as a pastor and even as an apostle. I have to be able to not just look at things as I see it now, but I have to look at what I see in the future. And basically what I go to uh brother Miles is what do God have to say about it? Right. What has God said? What what has God called me to do? What is what is the destiny that God has established for my life? So expectation plays a vital role. And and really it's really good when you understand the expectation because see, you have the promise, but also there's a process to get you to the promise. Right. And and when you are carrying when you're carrying expectation, then when you come against obstacles in your way, you take on the mindset of Paul in Philippians when he says, I forget those things which are behind. Right. He I reach for that which is before me. That's that expectation. That's what he's carrying. And then he said, and if things get in my way, I press toward the mark of the prize of the high calling. So Paul is saying, look, because I have expectation in me, there's something in me, even when obstacles come in my way, even when I've got to go through uh, barriers and, and external constraints or restraints, I'm able to move forward because I see there's an end.
1: Okay, wow. So, sir, what advice would you give someone who's on the verge of a major breakthrough but it's like they're struggling to hold on to that promise. How would you tell them to keep their faith and expectation high?
2: Well, what I would do, first of all, they're on the verge of a breakthrough. I will make sure they understand what is a breakthrough. When we say breakthrough, we're talking about penetration. Okay. We're talking about moving from one point to another. As, you know, a popular word in the Christian world, we're talking about going from one level to another or from one dimension to another. Okay. So when they're on a verge of a breakthrough, then there's something that's kind of preventing them. There's something, there's an obstacle. There's this, I like to call it, there's this Jordan that they're standing right before going over to the other side. Okay. And, and that's the struggle that they have to cross over to the other side. And you know something, Brother Miles, we have to deal with that struggle. Yes, sir. Many times we want the struggle to just, um, you know, disappear, but we have to realize that that struggle it's going to be a character. It's going to be a strength. It's going, to build a, it's going to be a perseverance type mentality to keep going even in the midst of obstacles. Because see, even when you get to the other side of a breakthrough, you know what has to happen? You still have to take the battle. Right. <laughs> you remember the children of Israel when they crossed over to the other side, right. over the Jordan River? Yes, sir. The Bible said, that God said, he said, now I'm going to roll the reproach away and you are to go and possess the land. But the point is, even though they had broke through to the other side, the land was still in the possession of somebody else. Right. So they had to go and possess it. So that's what the struggle is. The, the under, they, I would advise people to understand that when you're on the verge of a struggle, on, on the verge of a breakthrough, understand what you're going through is part of the process that's going to equip you to take hold and possess the land. Because what you don't want to do is to get over in the promised land and still don't take possession of it.
1: Right. Wow. That that's that's an amazing point right there. A lot of people they 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 actually make it through. you look at it like a major athlete right now, like take Plaxico Burris for instance, or Michael Vick, where they, they got to their promised land but they still weren't prepared to really handle it and and hold on to it. They they lost I mean, you are looking at Plaxico Burris, now he's losing millions and millions of dollars. He may go to jail for some extended period of time or even uh, Dante Starworth now he, right? He, he got you know in a little situation down there in Miami, and you know he, he's he's basically he's made it out of a a a, worth, a bad situation, but because he wasn't really completely focused on you know maintaining it, you know he, it's a probably he may have lost everything.
2: That's right, that's right, and, and and it's sad, but at the same time, um, I think I look at every experience, I believe. Can, be a, can have a positive um, result from it. Mm-hmm. So these are young men, even when they go through these uh, obstacles and, and uh, situations. Uh, I, I've been fortunate through the, through the uh, grace of God that uh, some of my clients have been even from the Atlanta family, Okay. And, and one thing the Lord allowed me to do was uh, to look past the millions of dollars that these guys were making right. and realize that these guys have a soul, they live in a body, and they go through, the health issues. And I remember one day the Lord even put impress upon my spirit to speak to one of the players. And first I was struggling with them because I was looking at their external success.
1: Right.
2: I knew that this person needed a word from him that would deal with their heart. And as soon as I began delivering and sharing that word, I tell you, it went to their heart. And even today we have a relationship. Wow. Because I was able to look beyond the surface and go to what God wanted to deal with, and that was God know that these are young men, and they've been platformed for a for your purpose. Right. And, and someone have to be able to speak in their life. Don't be all impressed with what they are doing, but understand that who you are is to speak into their lives, not from the perspective of what they do, but from the perspective of they have destiny that God want to give them to.
1: Wow. Wow. Well, sir, I, I think people, th- th- what you've just given us is, 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 like, really good food to chew on. Could you, um, could you please give the audience like an encouraging word to keep them motivated to reach their goals and to keep their level of expectancy high.
2: I'll be glad to. And looking toward your goals, one of the, the, the important things I believe that you need to do is to make sure that your goals are in line with the will of God and make sure that your goals is in line with your destiny. Because see, here's the thing about you can do, a good thing, but not necessarily the right thing. Right. And in doing a good thing, but it's not the right thing, it could cause you to waste a lot of time. So I would say to honestly sit down and to look at who you are and have a talk with the Lord and, and find out what it is, the direction that he, he wants to take you in so that you can align yourself with his perfect will because, see, the thing about when you align yourself with his perfect will, the grace is going to be there. Right. Dr. Bear, I'm looking at what you're doing. You know, we have talked before. Yes, sir. And You've you stepped out. And, and see, eyes have not even seen what's going to take place in your life. Yes. Why? Because you have aligned yourself to do the will of the Father. You knew that on the inside of you, you were destined to make a change in the lives of other people, to speak light, to motivate them to be become the very best that they can be. So that's the direction you're moving in. You're in line with what you were destined to do, and there's great uh, avenues. There's great things that's attached to what you're doing because you have the grace of God. So one of the things I would do is encourage them to be in line with what God says. But another important thing, brother, is this here. Understand that successful people have a different view of failure. Many people are trapped. Many people are not moving toward their destiny. Many people are not moving toward achieving high level of living, and that's because they're sitting down afraid to fail. But, see, I have a different concept of failure now because I realize great leaders, they're not afraid of failure. They embrace failure. Right. They look at it from a different perspective. Their perspective of failure is this here. Basically, it's a stepping stone that moves them closer to their success or quote-unquote their breakthrough. Right. See, a, a leader, he looks at it totally different. Someone who is in fear of failure, they'll sit and they will never try because they don't, they're don't. they afraid that they're not going to succeed.
1: Right. But a
2: leader will say, I expect to succeed because I realize all of these little small failures are nothing but stepping stone toward my greater end, yes. which is their destiny. Yes,
1: sir. Yes, sir. I, I, I know that. You know, you definitely uh, just left a, a mouthful for me, <laughs> and um, so I'm honest, honored that you were able to come and 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 share your your views on on the power expectation. Um, so I want you to uh, stay on the line. We're going to want to move on to the next interview, but I I, I want people that to, to really, you know, get what what you're hearing here. That these you talk, you know, the people I'm bringing on here are people who have are living, and and they know they they're going through. Uh, trials and tribulations—they're going to make you. They may not feel good, and ch- chances are a trial is not going to feel good. But it's a process right. that's going to get you to the to the next level. And once you get to the next level, you can make it because you went through that process. And, right. and Atlanta has been that for me. I've been—I've been—I can tell you people I've been made in Atlanta. <laughs> you know, I, I was—I thought I was getting made in Detroit, but I got—I'm really been getting made in Atlanta. And I can tell you that, you know, expect my expectations are higher now because I know I if I if I've been through this. If I've overcome this, then I can, Then, then what's for me next is a piece of cake. It, it may not be. It may not seem like a piece of cake, but I know I can handle it. And but just, see, the you know, thing is,
2: you're still here. Yes, sir. You're still here, and, and that is more powerful than anything. The fact that I went through it at the time, it saw it may have looked like it was going to take me out, but I'm yes. still here. Yes, sir. And once you realize that you're still here, you know what you say to yourself: I can go on.
1: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, sir, like I said, hold on. I, want to, uh, I may want to open up the lines a little bit later uh, for questions. Okay. So but I want you to stay on. Um, we're going to go to our next guest. Our next guest is um, an absolutely phenomenal person. This is one of my, uh, one of my friends. Um, what else can I say about our next guest? She is a multi-talented wonder woman. That's, that's the best word I can use to describe her. Uh, she She's a successful entrepreneur, a professional dancer, and coach. She is also the author of countless titles, including book, the books *Floss*, *The Ups and Downs of Being Round*, and *Taste My Soul*. Welcome, to, please welcome to the show, Miss Monica Marie Jones. Hey, Hello, Mon- Hey, Monica. How are you doing?
3: I am great. Since I have been listening to this show, I've been listening <laughs> from the very beginning and. You know, I was driving, so I'm sad I couldn't take notes, so I will be listening to the podcast so I can go down and write down all those points that, you know, some of them were just confirmation for me, like, yes, yes I'm doing that. Let me keep doing it. But some who are like, yes, that's what I need to do to continue, you know, to pursue my dreams. So I yes, appreciate ma'am.
1: you. Oh, and it's an absolute honor. Like, just hearing that is a confirmation to me, too, that, you know, I'm, I'm definitely going down the right path. Um, let's, uh, let me ask you a question. A lot of people don't know your testimony uh, about how you, you know, you you were working a job, and the job wasn't really fulfilling, and you stepped out on faith, and you went to uh, you know, be a a, a full time author and a full time entrepreneur. And could you tell the audience, you know, what gave you the strength and the co- courage and the confidence to to take that no holds barred stand and going after your dreams like that?
3: Well, you know, like the, uh, your previous guest says, sometimes you can be doing something that's good, but it's not the right thing. And yes. the job I had was definitely great. It was making an impact on the world, you know, for youth. But I just knew in my heart of hearts that that was not what I was supposed to be doing full time. Right. And I had given it some thought, but I didn't give it a whole lot. And one day I just said, you know what? I have to go. I have to pursue what I'm really meant to do, and and that is encouraging people in many forms, including writing, including speaking, including dance ministry. I need to encourage people, and, you know, I'm doing that to an extent, but I'm not doing it to the extent I know I need to be. So, right. you know, I had a talk with my boss, and I said, I have to go, and he could not fathom how I could survive. And, you know, I... I wasn't sure how I was going to pay every single bill or how every single meal was going to look. But one thing I knew for sure was that I was going to be okay. You know, I had complete and total faith that I would not starve, I would not be homeless. I knew that no matter what, as long as I was doing what I know that God wanted me to do, I would be just fine.
0: And now
3: it has been like a year and a half, and that has totally been the case. I mean, (sighs) My boss offered to double my salary. He offered right. this and that. And, you know, to me there was really no monetary or external value that could be put on, you know, the pricelessness of me being able to pursue my true purpose and my true passion. So, you know, I stepped out on faith and, you know, I got really creative and I used my different gifts and talents to, you know, pay the bills. Of course I had to downsize. And I, I just wrote an article where I had um one of my points was downsize to maximize. Sometimes we can't drive the fancy car and, you know, have the expensive house. If we have a vision and if we have a plan, sometimes we just have to live simply, you know, in order to get to where you really want to be. So, you know, I encourage everyone, and I know it's hard, you know, if you have a family and things like that, but it is so possible. You just have to believe and you have to um, never give up, you know, and like you said, you have to continuously work towards that thing. Sometimes when you quit your job, you have no other choice but to give right. <laughs> that dream your all, or else you know you might not be you have somewhere to live or something to eat. So you have right. no choice but to be creative and making it lucrative for you. You know, right. in, in so many more ways than just monetary.
1: I totally understand because I've I've been on a couple of involuntary hunger strikes before, so I know how it happens. <laughs> yeah. But uh, so as a successful entrepreneur now and a and a successful author, what role has expectation played in your achievements
3: well i as i listened to you i just reflected and one thing i mean since i was a young person since we met back in high school i have Mm -hmm. always made things things from my goals were never an option they were always mandatory so when i was in middle school i said i'm going to college and i'm going to get my master's degree and that's mandatory just like i have to go to middle school then high school
1: right you know (laughs) that's
3: not an option right okay? Um, That's how I do everything. I said, I want to write a book. I didn't just say, oh, I think I'll write a book, or oh, maybe I'll write a book. I said, no, I'm going to finish a book, and then I'm going to, you know, I set a number for how many books I want to write and finish, and never did I waver because I said, you know, I can do, and that's my favorite scripture, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, not some things, not a thing or two, but all things. So with that, I just kept that in my mind to keep me going, keep me going, and if I ever wavered, then I just gave it over to him. Okay. You know, so just again, my, my view on expectancy is things are not options. They are mandatory. Your dreams are mandatory, not an option.
1: Wow. And and people who listen to that, your dreams are mandatory. That these first and foremost, it's technically your dream because you're the person that's gonna bring it to life, but it's really not yours. You you've been given the lease on it. Because and, it's it's a divine Gift it, it, it comes from from something greater than you. It comes from God. So you're you're just been the person entrusted to to bring it to life. So you really can't sit. You're really not supposed to sit on that thing because it wasn't meant for you to sit on. It, it was meant for you to bring it to life. You were given these gifts to bring to life. So you know it, these things are mandatory. If you if you're feeling this inside, you gotta you gotta bring it to pass. It, 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 this is this is we're in the season now. Look, I'm gonna say this again. There is a black man in the White House. Okay, Amen. that like it would never ever happen. So your dreams and your goals are can happen. These things can happen. It can happen. Yes, we can. We can do all things through Christ's strength. It, it's possible. It's very possible. So remember that. you can. Your dreams are mandatory. That stuff that's inside you that's burning inside of you, it is mandatory. Go get it. But um, we're going to get back to this interview because I'm, I'm going to go in a different direction in a minute. Hold on.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, uh, Monica, how would you advise someone who, who, as we know, is destined for greatness to direct their thoughts so that they can achieve their goals?
3: like you said, if anything like a negative thought enters your mind, I mean, I literally have to say, Satan, I rebuke you. Get that thought out of my head. (laughs) You have to think positive. You have to picture yourself flipping through the pages of your book. Picture your new home. Cut it out of a magazine if you have to. Place it on your mirror. You have to see these things. You have to think positively. And you also, you know, just have to put all of your being into it. I, was read, I read books by Valerie Burton, who is a life coach and motivational speaker as well, okay. and she says you'll never make more money doing anything than that thing that God has purposed for you. Okay, you so think that, about it. Could you repeat that? You will again? never make more money doing anything than that thing that God has purposed for you. Wow. So that means, think about it, if you stop trying to work all these little jobs, and spending 8, 10 hours working for somebody else and doing this and doing that and put 150% into, that in your, into God's purpose for you, imagine, imagine how, how much, um, you know, how, how fulfilled you will be not only monetarily but in every way. Wow. All of your needs will be met if you just put your entire being into that, and that's what I'm striving for because I believe it to be true. If you focused Follow one course until successful on that one thing. think about how much more you can maximize all that you have right now
1: Think about that I, I, I'm just you, you got me with that quote <laughs> you got me with that quote um this is people this is dynamic stuff, and i want you i'm i'm a, i'm a i am i am i am got to say this people your dreams are that important that you have to find ways to to them and find ways to keep yourself connected to it and find ways to, to be, stay in the flow. And um, if you listen to what Monica's saying, she's in the flow right now. She's, at, she's living her dream, but it was because she made it where she had no other choice. And now she's in the flow. And now if you listen to how she's saying these things, she's in a flow. It's, it, this, is, this is what happens when you get in, in tune with those things that you know are yours. You know, you get in tune with, with what God has for you. You get in tune with God, and then everything else falls into place. You know, you seek him first, and then everything else falls into place. So, you know, listen, I want you to listen to the people, the, the guests that we have on here today, because they've, they've been aligning themselves with who they're supposed to be, and, and now their speech is different. They're, you know, I, I remember talking to Monica in high school, and, yes, Monica was always a driven person, but where Monica is now is completely different from where I've ever seen her. You know, she's, she's actually on fire. You can actually, you know, if you need to light a pilot on your stove, you can go stick a, a piece of paper on her and go light your pilot because she's on fire right now. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I call it like I see it. <laughs> so,
3: mm-hmm.
1: and but even in knowing that Monica, you're on fire right now, and you're doing what you're supposed to do. Did you ever, at any time, you know, after you had, you know quit the job, think that you made the wrong decision?
3: Not one moment. Not for okay. one moment. You know, I don't regret it at all because if there's always confirmation. You know, whether it's somebody calling me for a radio show or an interview or somebody interested in, you know, whatever it is, or someone whose life I touched Mm -hmm. by something I didn't even set out to do to encourage people. You know, it's like, ah, I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. If if I ever even get close to regret, God sends a message like, nope, you're right where you're supposed to be. You're doing what you're supposed to be doing, you know. So, I mean, it's just... It's, you know, I just know in my heart I'm where I'm supposed to be, and and it's, it's just so fulfilling. I mean, you wait, imagine waking up every morning completely happy, not dreading like, oh, I've got to go to this job I hate. I mean, waking up every morning completely happy with your life. Wow. It's nothing like it.
1: Wow, that's um, that's a great place to be, and I, I I pray that more people, you know, get out of the the mentality of of trying to work to get rich because it won't happen. You, you have to you have to walk in your destiny and and it's not even about getting rich it's about you know unleashing the wealth that's inside of you and once you another thing that i have to tell you is it was something i read or actually um i remember that i read it in um think and grow rich by napoleon hill is that a lot of people are looking to get rich but what are you willing to give
3: exactly
1: see the, the reason why Monica is where she is, and, and our other guests, you know, Pastor Cade, and, and the guests I'm bringing on later. The reason why these people are where they are is because they gave. Giving unlocks the, the gifts. It unlocks everything that you're looking for. You got you have to be prepared to give something. And what Monica is doing, what the, what people are doing, even myself, what we're doing now, we're giving ourselves because we believe in we believe in that thing that God's placed inside of us so much that we know that in giving it, He's going to return it back to us more than we can ever even imagine. And that's yeah. what it, that's what your dreams are about. You have to you have to be willing to give something. You can't don't always look to take. Look to see how you can be a blessing. Look to see how you can give. Look to see what you can do to to improve things. Don't always want to be a taker, but see how you can be a giver, because that yeah. that will unlock a lot of things for you. And I'm, you know I'm saying it. I don't know why I'm saying it, but that's 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 just the truth. It will giving is that important. Even when I had my pastor uh, Pastor Lee on here last week, he talked about you know how he walks in favor now because of how he he gave, how he he sold himself into into a vision bigger than himself Yes, and you you have to give.
3: I have a perfect example too and it speaks to one of the points you made earlier about surrounding yourself with things and people that relate to your, your dream. Yes. That is how I got my start. I mean, when I decided I wanted to be a writer and a speaker, I saw things I wanted and even if I couldn't afford it, I volunteered. Right. I saw that there was a um conference every year for Michigan for writers, a literary conference. Okay. And I from it's been going on 6 years now. I volunteered. I'm talking about bringing people food, to cleaning up trash from the first year. Every year devoted my entire weekend, you know, 10 hours a day to this conference. And while I was there, yes, I was giving, but I was absorbing all the knowledge, right. all the resources, meeting wonderful people and just building from there, and now I get certain privileges, and people are like, oh, my gosh, you must have paid such money to get that advertising or this, you know, and I'm like, no, it's because I gave, and now, you know, the people who I gave to are gl- gladly to help me. I don't even have to ask because I give first and foremost, and that's what a lot of people forget. You know, they just think, well, am I going to get paid? Am I, right. You know what, what you're going to get paid for this little hour, this little week is not worth all of the value that you get out of giving to someone else and then right. what comes to you in return.
1: Right. Right.
3: And that's true prosperity to me,
1: <laughs> and that, that she's on the money she's on the money. Monica, um, if you do me a favor, please give uh, my audience a word of encouragement you know to the dreamers and the visionaries uh, like yourself to go forth and keep their level of expectancy high so that the uh, things they desire can manifest.
3: I'll give a word of encouragement and a small testimony. Um, my word of encouragement is that you if you believe in yourself. Everyone else will, too. Make up your mind and speak what you want into existence. And I'm going to give a short story right now. As I was listening to your show, I was driving. I'm at a youth concert right now at Greater Emmanuel Church in Detroit. And uh, Kira Kiki Shearer, the gospel artist, is putting on a youth concert, so I'm coming to watch that. But about, oh, gosh, let's say two years ago, she did a tour in Japan because her record is really popular there. Okay. And she was looking for a dancer, and she came to one of the praise dance group I was, and she came to our rehearsal. And there were several other dancers there, but I walked up to my choreographer, and I said, I want to go to Japan with her. I had made up my mind there was no, I didn't care what the other dancers were doing. And, 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 and to tell you, the other dancer that was already picked was 18 years old. I was 28 years old. I mean, there were so many reasons why right. I, I probably shouldn't have been the candidate. But after rehearsal, he came up to me, he said, After she saw the audition, he said, I hope you have your passport because she wants you to go dance in Japan. We did 10 concerts, three cities in Japan, a -a once-in-a-lifetime experience. Not only was I able to praise God, minister to others, but also I made money doing it. You know, (laughs) so (laughs) it's like, you know, just giving of your time, giving of yourself, and believing in yourself, speaking things into existence, they will come to pass. So again, believe in yourself, others will too, and speak the things that you want into existence, not only with your mouth, but think it in your mind because your thoughts will become things. And that's all I gotta say, Miles. <laughs> and,
1: and Monica, we, we thoroughly appreciate you. Um this this is absolutely an honor because like I say, I, I watched you and I, I know, you know, what's getting ready to happen for you. A lot you know a lot of things are getting ready to just, just you know, overtake you. You know, a lot of blessings are getting to overtake you more so that you can ever believe. And I think it's an absolute honor that we get a chance to, to actually talk to you now, before I have to, you know, call the publicist and say, "Hey, um, I need to talk to Monica." <laughs> right? Let's
3: speak back. Speak um, back. But I always but, make time for my friend Miles. <laughs> there we go.
1: There we go. Well, Monica, just hold on. We, we got. Uh, I got one more guest. I want to bring to the audience. And I'm going to open up the line and see if there's any questions. So I want you to stay stay put for a second. Okay. Okay. My next guest is um, – I'm absolutely honored as um, I could possibly be to bring my next guest to, to the show. Um, um, theres I could come up with, like – I really I, – I, I'm just trying to come up with all the words to say because this person is, has meant a lot to me, um, more so than she may even know. Um, I, I, I could sit here and read her a bio, but I'm going to tell you – I'm going to speak about her from my heart. Uh, my next guest has been um, – has really – Poured into me over the course of the last year or so. Um, I've been going. I've been in the process of becoming who I'm supposed to be. And and part of her role, she was sent to Georgia um, along with her husband um, to 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 administer and 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 love God's people. And I happen to be one of the people that she was that was put in the midst of her to um, to administer love to. And I'm learning a lot of. Of character, a lot of um, how to be an inspirational person. I'm learning a lot of things. I'm learning how to to be more orderly. I'm learning how to be a lot of how to be who I'm supposed to be. She pushes me hard, and and it's in love, and you and you know that it's in love. Um, and like I said, my next guest, uh, without a shadow of a doubt, has had a a dynamic impact on my life. And today, it's an absolute honor for me to introduce to you, Lady Tiffany Lee. Um, to the show
0: thank you so much and i'm so honored and thank you. i just thank you so much that was very very kind and very thoughtful and i didn't know that i meant that much to you thank you <laughs> you'd really do um uh,
1: i mean it's like i had uh pastor lee on here last week and i was telling him, like you you two have have really helped me transform who i thought i was because you know now I can I feel more confident being who I'm supposed to be. I mean I always show it, but I'm I'm actually a lot better than I was when you first met me.
0: <laughs> right, and it makes it easier when you know when you don't know you're training someone. Right. You know when right. it just comes natural and you receive it as such too.
1: Yes, ma'am. Well, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna ask you a few questions. Um, knowing that you know you are a, a successful mother, you've you've delivered healthy, beautiful children. I believe it's safe to say that you know something about expectation. Um,
0: Yes.
1: Could you please make a correlation between the days before giving birth to a baby to the last days before the manifestation of a dream?
0: Sure. Well, giving birth to a baby, I know when you get down to those last two months, it becomes very uncomfortable. It's very uncomfortable, and sometimes you stay up all night. You can't sleep. um, You can't eat. Um, you stay up thinking, you know, um, you know something is coming, but sometimes you don't know exactly when. Both of my daughters were um, actually overdue, so in between that, you didn't know if it was coming too soon, or you didn't know if it was coming late, or I didn't know if it was if it was going to come if they were going to come on time. But I knew something was coming, and sometimes when. When you have a dream and you're ready for it to manifest, sometimes there are some uncomfortable circumstances in your life as well. Sometimes you stay up all night thinking and you feel in your spirit that something is about to happen, but you don't know if it's happened already. You don't know if it's going to come tomorrow. <laughs> you don't know if it's going to come next year. But expectation is just its kind of an exciting time, and you really don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> So, but the good part about that is, is that you can prepare yourself. Now I prepared myself for my children too. Right. You know, um, fortunately I knew what 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 gender they were going to be, so I prepared pink. You know, okay. so in some instances you can prepare for something, In some instances uh, we just don't know. We just be prepared. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So, so you would say that the thing is to for people to be prepared because some they because you know something's there you know something's coming but just the goal now is just to be prepared.
0: Definitely, and I can say we moved abruptly to Georgia to um, minister um, to a church, Great Faith Ministries, and I'm I was never trained to be a pastor's wife or even a minister. Okay. Okay. But All my life, you know, in doing hair, I'm a stylist by trade for 20 years. I always catered to my women and kind of, sort of, ministered to them. Okay. So all along, looking back, I was being prepared all along to minister to women, but I didn't know in what capacity. I was just doing what came natural to me. Um, And actually... In my profession, I was actually being prepared for something greater.
1: Okay. So, do you, do you think that, in in your profession, it took faith for you to to do what it was you, you did at the level you did it?
0: Oh, definitely. Oh, definitely. Um, and and it and it was gradual. And um, it's it's weird how you guys were talking about giving, and mm. I believe when you give you receive. Yes. So I started out in college and then I'm an artist, so I I, I decided to just apprentice for a stylist for free. Wow. Because I was hungry because something down on the inside of me wanted to to be an artist, you know, I wanted to transform women. So I would I would actually just apprentice for free and then somebody told me you're crazy. You better start charging. So I started <laughs> charging and while I was in um cosmetology school, you know, I did charge and I graduated and I learned from people from from giving, you okay. know, and in the process I absorbed what I needed um to do and even before we left Michigan last year, I um and I'm definitely a professional and I've made a wonderful living. And being a stylist, I apprenticed for someone who was a level higher than me. Okay. Just before I left, so I could go to the next level. And I did that for free. Right. And I thought I was going to be traveling and doing shows and stuff like that, but God was still preparing me for something greater. So now, instead of transforming women on the outside, I was being prepared also to transform women. On the inside, and that's what I do now.
1: So you want to tell people about uh, girlfriends unlimited and what you do with that?
0: Well, girlfriends unlimited is actually a national. Um, it's a national group, and um, it's where girlfriends get together, and it's an informal way of ministering to people. Okay. Because we can often get preached at, and I can tell you what to do what not to do, but sometimes people can take that as as being distant and maybe not in a loving way. It's just like um, a controlling thing or, you know, but in the days we live in now, we we have to show our love instead of just, um, you know, judging and saying what you should and what you shouldn't do. And I found that in serving the women. And this last um, couple months ago, we did um, a pampering party. Okay. Where you can get your nails done. We, we we helped people transform their outside while speaking to their inner man. Okay. You know, a lot of people have never been to a salon before. They've never gotten pampered. They didn't feel worthy or whatever. So we we let them see that, you know, You can dress up your outside, and sometimes when you dress up your outside, you can feel better about yourself and be more interested in dressing up your insides as well.
1: It's like an old saying in sales that people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care, and I think that's, you know, you're basically hitting the nail on the head there. People really, once they know that you care about them, it opens up something inside of them where they want to receive what it is you have to offer them. And I think that you know, that's, and that goes back to even what I'm saying was saying about you. I think that um, it may not, it may not even seem like it sometimes, but it's the little things. Like there's there's things I I take and I hold on to them. Like you you've mentioned me personally and told me, you know, sometimes I actually you know give so much of myself that I, I forget about myself. But you know, you have shown me how to take care of myself. You know, passively and passionately both have shown me how to you know basically you know do an overhaul i mean there's still some things i got to do but i mean what you've done the work you've done so far has just been absolutely amazing you know and i i appreciate you i know this this is something that's like you said you didn't know what you were being trained to do and and when you you guys were being transplanted down here i had no clue of what you were being sent here to do either other than you know minister to the people but i didn't realize that it, it was going to have such a dynamic effect on me also so i i want to thank you for that <laughs>
0: Oh, you're very welcome, and it's all about balance, too. We have to have balance in our life, too. We can't be too far right or too far left sometimes. Yes, sometimes we, we just have to, you know, stay focused, but in the same token, stay balanced, because we can get off keel if, if if we're not, if we don't pay attention to to ourselves and take care of our bodies, take care of our spirit, you know, and... Um, sometimes we can overgive ourselves until we're taken for granted. Right. You know, I want to give to where I'm appreciated as well. You know? Right,
1: right. So in getting back to expectancy, what do you think are good ways for people to uh, activate their faith and expect something great in their life?
0: Um, I personally believe it's when you take the limits off of your thinking. Okay. You know, now I will we're in this economic crunch. And sometimes when you watch the news, you watch CNN, um, you listen to negative people, you know, um uh, I you know, people who have lost their jobs or whatever, sometimes losing something could be an opportunity to 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 look at something bigger. Yes, ma'am. To to get your own thing going. And sometimes we're put in a crunch, not to hurt us, but sometimes that crunch is to build us. And Um, Even when you were saying about Barack Obama, I'm sure he took the limits off. Yes, ma'am. You know, in his campaign, you really didn't hear him mention anything much about color or race. Right. But he stuck with the facts. So he didn't limit himself to what color his skin was. You know, so he took the limits off because, you know, people, you know, praised him when he was, you know, trying to be elected. Yes. And then now they're kind of criticizing him now for the choices they made. So the bottom line is they're going to talk about you, whether <laughs> either way it goes, yeah. you know. So you have to take the limits off, and sometimes you just have to have tunnel vision and know the outcome is going to be greater.
1: Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Could, Lady Tiffany, why I got you here? I want um, could you just give a word of encouragement to to the people um. Basically, you know, we're we're trying to build their level of expectancy. We're trying to get them to to see beyond what they see, to look you know deeper be, than than the economic situation, and look deeper than maybe the, the the pile of bills that may be on the kitchen table. We want to get them to to get in that place where they can expect that God will move in there with those dreams and those visions that they have, and those those things that that move them, those things that fire them up. We want to. I want, can you give them a word just to say? You know, hey, it, you can make it if you can just hold on to your expectation.
0: Sure. Um, in these um, economic times that we're living in, you can't really look at the government or Barack Obama to be your source, okay? Yeah. Your source has to be, well, my source is God, and God is my stimulus package right now, <laughs> and that's what I, I have to have, have faith And this is starting to open up my eyes on multiple streams of income. You know, you you have to have multiple streams of income. And it's pushing people to to go into their own business. And sometimes when you're in a crunch or you might have lost your job, this is an opportunity for you to, you you can't have nothing but faith after that.
1: Yes, (laughs) ma'am.
0: And um, faith by itself. It does you you have to to have works behind it, yes, ma'am. and if the bills are piling up, you've got a plan, write your bills down no- no matter how bad it looks. open your bill, some people get bills, they know what it is, they toss it to the side they see <laughs> they see your you see your call i d <laughs> Um, unknown and you hang up the phone, but give God a plan. Write it down. Write the vision and make it plain and give it to Him and expect Him to work for you.
1: Well, after that, what else is there to say? I mean, I'm, wow. <laughs> and it goes back to the lesson I taught today um, where I told um, one of the keys to I had for people to raise their level of expectancy was to create an action to get a desired end, create a plan of action. And I basically gave them the, the uh, scripture of um, from Proverbs 16 and 9, where it states that you devise your plan, the heart of man devises the plan, but it's the Lord that orders your steps through that plan. And, you know, you basically, because I, I know you weren't on, on for the first part of the show, but that, I mean, everything I've been saying is like you, you hit the nail around right the head and it's like, You know, people, this is stuff you need to hear. I mean, this is stuff that's going to transform your life. The people that I brought onto the show today, if you listen to what they're saying, you listen to what's in their heart, you're going to hear – you're going to get keys to your success. It's right there. And and even what Lady Tiffany just said here now, this is something for – this is something that that can definitely revolutionize the way you, you even, you know, dealing with debt, dealing with, you know, disappointment. You know, keep your level of expectancy high because guess what? things can change in a in a blink of an eye. Keep your level keep your expectancy high because something good can happen. Something good can happen if you believe it. All things are possible to them who believe. No matter yeah, what. time like. to
0: say one more thing? Yes, ma'am. It be, being in a salon all day for 20 years, sometimes my my clients have had to wait 3 and 4 hours. You know, if you didn't have a uh um uh shampoo person or something you'll sit there and and you'll you'll look at magazines that are outdated you'll listen to gospel. (laughs) you talk you watch tv but you're expecting to get a hairdo that's going to make you look better than what you walked in with so you'll wait but sometimes we don't want to wait on god because during the waiting you have to ask god what are you trying to teach me here Because all things work together for the good. The bad things work together and the good things work together. You just have to ask God, why Why is this coming into my life? Why Why am I in the state that I'm in? So sometimes we'll wait on the doctor because we expect to be healed from him. We expect him to, to find out what's wrong with us, so we'll wait five hours in the doctor's office. Right. So we have to learn to wait on God. Sometimes we need to be still and just listen and give him a plan.
1: And And that, there it is, people. I mean, again, you, this is—it's not rocket science. It's—it's it's, it's not as—it may not be pleasant, but if you can, if patience, patience is, is a, a virtue, as in expectancy that you have to possess. You have to possess that 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 one piece, because sometimes you may not be ready for what it is you want right now, and the process is, is getting you ready. Although you you made your mind up to get that this is where I want to go. This is what I want to do. You still got. To, there's still got to be a process. Everybody has told you today to come on the show. That there's got to be a process, and don't, don't forsake the process. The process will make you a better person. It's going to make you uh, a person that can hold on to the promise. Like I said, we we talked earlier before with uh, Pastor K on here that um, if you look at the lives of like some superstars that they get to the, they they get a breakthrough. They they come out of uh, poverty. They come out of Out of some of the worst situations on life, and they get to the next level, and they can't hold on to it because they somehow, some way, they skip some pieces of the process. Well, hold on to your seat. Put if you need to strap a seatbelt on, strap a seatbelt. If you need to tie yourself down, tie yourself down. But don't, 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 don't try to go around the process. Go through the process because the the shortest distance between two points is a straight line. If you try to go around it, it only gets longer. Just go right through it. That's the part of going through. Go through. Don't stop. Just go through, and you'll get to the end well lady tiffany i want to thank you uh for for being on here um this is an absolute honor um i, I actually let the uh show go on uh ten minutes past the the date me past the times because i wanted to want you to get those points out and i know I know somebody's gonna get a major league blessing because you you did that um and i again, i wanna thank you for coming out and and um i Definitely, definitely, definitely appreciate you, and 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 this is an absolute honor.
0: I want to thank you for having me on your show, and I think you're doing an awesome job.
1: Thank you, thank you so much. And that 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 means a lot to me too.
0: <laughs> so, okay.
1: So people, we're gonna we're gonna close the show now because I, I feel like we've given you um, tons of points here, the teaching lesson, and and the 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 notes and the the things from the hearts of the people who are guests that came on here, keep your level of expectancy high because good things can happen for you. Don't worry about the state of the economy. Don't worry about what it looks like. Don't worry about what, what ain't because what is is so much better. Keep, keep your level of expectancy high. Again, let's, make sure that you make up your mind to know what it is you truly want. Be very specific. Keep your attention focused on your goal. Remove all negativity. Remove all negative influences from your midst. Keep yourself connected to people, places, and things that promote your goals. Make sure everything about you is well thought out. Make sure everything is well planned. Make sure everything is well executed. And after you've done all that, stand and give it to God because now your 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 faith has been matched with works. And faith because we know faith without works is dead. So you need to have a plan. And you got your plan. You you've got your action. Expect something major to happen. Expect something major to happen. Expect something major to happen because this is the season for something major to happen for you. Well, people, it's been an absolute honor having you here today. It's been an absolute honor being before you. Uh, I'm not going to keep you any longer. Uh, tell all your friends, download this podcast, send emails you know, to, about this podcast because, like I said, I thank you again because this is my ninth show, and my listenership is, go- is getting more and more. It's growing, it's growing, it's growing, and I thank you because – Without you, I couldn't do this. Without you, there would be no reason for me to do this. So, you know, tell your friends about it. Download the podcast. Send it to, send it to your friends. Um, without further ado, I want to thank you again and let you know that um, this has been Creating a Championship Standard of Living. I'm Miles Miller. And always remember, don't ever give up. Don't ever quit on your dreams. God bless you. I love you, and I'll see you next week.